Hey there, do you dream of escaping into a book? Maybe your escape includes a cozy cabin in the mountains or a magical town along the coast. Either way, you're in the right place. Welcome to Literary Escapes with me, Becky. This year on the podcast, we're exploring the United States. So every week I'm gonna bring you a new book set in a different state. So let's see where we're going today. So welcome back to the Literary Escapes podcast. I have Judy Corey with me today. Welcome, Judy. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you here. You are part of my Read Across the U.S. book club. Mm -hmm. And this week, you are our author of the week, and we are in Connecticut with you. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you don't live in Connecticut, right? No, I do not. I live in um, Utah, and um, I've never actually been to Connecticut. I lived ah! uh, I lived in central New York for a little time, so I'm not too far away That's from not very it. very far, yeah. But yeah, I never actually went to Connecticut. So. so how do you, I guess, why did you choose Connecticut for your um, location, for your setting? Um, I wanted a place that was really pretty, had some like old... Um, like older buildings, um, but also could have newer stuff. Um, also, I loved, you know, Gilmore Girls and the whole vibe of that. And so I'm like, I want to create my own kind of like Stars Hollow town. Um, huh. And so, yeah, I did that. And I and I and I wanted a prep school, uh-huh. um, which you know, there's more of those there. And also, right. um, just kind of have the ability to go to New York City um, if I wanted to. And it I has did. to be within proximity. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's only like an hour train ride. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of why I picked it. Oh, that's fun. Okay. And so do you have a big desire to go to Connecticut now that you've yeah. written all about it? <laughs> yes, definitely. I um, like a few years ago when I first started writing this series, I would talk like me and my husband would go on walks and I'm like, it would just be so fun to just like, I don't know, go visit Connecticut for a summer and just enjoy, you know, and see what it's all about. And mm-hmm. uh haven't done that yet, but maybe one day that would it will be happen. Fun. Yeah. So. It's especially in like in the fall or summer, that just seems mm-hmm. like it would be so beautiful up there. Yeah. 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 I also enjoyed watching the the Good Witch show and that's also set, I think I read it was set in Connecticut. Maybe it's not, maybe I just made okay. that, but it's also really pretty too. So I'm just like, <laughs> it just looks pretty. This I is the go. vibe I want. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, I like that. Okay. Yeah. My daughter moved up to Massachusetts um, oh. a little over a year ago. And I think uh-huh. we drove through Connecticut on yeah. our way there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a, a whole clump of states yeah, that right there. <laughs> kind of blink and you're done. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, okay. And so, um, ha- let's start at the beginning, I guess. Um, how did you become an author? Um, so I started writing in 2012. Um, I never knew, you know, growing up that I wanted to be a writer. Like there was like a time in fourth grade where I started my first book but it was only like a page and a half and then you know, I went on with my <laughs> life a lot of writing at that age <laughs> yeah yeah and, it, and and it was funny enough though because my first book that I actually published ended up having a similar storyline as that one that I started oh, in fourth awesome. grade so I guess it really stuck with me that's really um, funny I like it. yeah yeah but yeah I um so I didn't um take any special writing classes or anything like that in college I just did the minimal English stuff um, and then uh, I had 
kids and uh, then I was 26 and I had three kids and I was like I need something for myself because I'm going a little crazy Amen. Um, and I, yeah and I loved reading like that's what I nap time was all about reading and yeah. um, nighttime you know anytime I was doing that and so I'm like well maybe I would like to try writing yeah. a book maybe I can do it but I was still was kind of like nervous I put it off for a while longer and then mm-hmm. I um I like went in the to this event where an author was talking about like how she got into writing and I'm like oh okay. well, her background's kind of similar to mine like if she could do it then maybe I can do it so then I actually got a little more serious and thought up of a you know a story idea and you know just try to figure it out as I went and um listened to podcasts went to some writing conferences and eventually awesome. figured it out and um and, but I wrote a few books before I actually um was published so it took like five years to really like figure it out and okay. figure out kind of what I was doing. Um, and then I, my first books came out in 2017. And um, since then I've published 19 books. So that's amazing. So are you indie published or traditionally published? Yeah. So my, uh, my first book came out, it was um, published through one of Amazon's um, publishing companies at the time. Okay. Um, and so that was how I got my start, but um I also had an, a couple other books written at the same, they were ready to go and I didn't want to wait. So I'm like, right. Well, I'll try publishing them, see which way does better. Mm-hmm. And um, my indie published books did better than that one. So I'm like, well, I'll just keep, guess what? I'll just do this. And <laughs> I like having control and I like publishing what I want to publish. And yeah, when you want, yeah. yeah not having the pressure of a publisher, like expecting things. And mm-hmm. I don't know. So I'm just like, it works out for it worked for me really well. I like so. that. Yeah, I can understand that. And I, one of the things I really love about talking to authors is hearing how all the different ways that people come to being an author mm-hmm. and you don't have to have a special degree or a special anything. Mm-hmm. You just have to have a good imagination, a lot of perseverance. Yes. <laughs> willing to be really crappy at writing initially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, but you can do it. And I, yeah. I love hearing that. And, mm-hmm. um, and, and like all of our life experiences, like they all come into it and help us be a better writer. Like my, exactly, my major, yeah. my major in college was family life and human development. And so I, took a lot of psychology classes. So I tell myself that, that it, it helped me, like I have to get in the yeah. characters' minds. And so even though if it wasn't necessarily in like English or creative writing or anything, it, it still helps. I like that. So you write, is it all young adult, new adult type stuff? Um, so I have uh, like 14 young adult um, and then five um, contemporary romances, which okay. the, the characters are all adults um and then the one I'm the series that I'm starting right now is also going to be adult so um okay so yeah they're all closed door I always feel funny like saying they're adults because yeah right there's meanings potential implications but yeah. yeah but they're all um closed door romances um but yeah I've done a ton of YA and I'm moving back to the adult ones which is fun okay okay and so the book that you have for the book club this week is called The Facade mm-hmm. and it is part of a YA series, correct? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Tell us about the series and then we'll talk more specifically about the book. 
Okay. Yeah. So this series, it, it features a bunch of um, like a group of friends that are all at the same private boarding school. Mm. And, um, and so we get to see each um, member of the the friend group have their romance. So it starts with these, these identical twins that move in to the, the new boarding school so that um, they can, I like, I like that way that they're new to the school too. So that the readers could be introduced to the school at the same time as them. Right. And kind right. of get to know that world. Um, but it starts with one of the twins and she has a math tutor who is grumpy and the son of a billionaire. And he's just kind of, you know, he's, he's not going to date anyone this year. And, um, but, and uh, so then he even has a rule that he doesn't date the girls that he tutors in math and, you know, the twin is his, the, <laughs> the girl that he's tutoring. And she's like, well, I wouldn't want to date you anyway, either. Um, anyway, but then it comes out that they, um, she sees that he might need a fake girlfriend at least. And she's like, well, we already have this rule. So we're definitely not going to fall in love. Um, and you wouldn't ever dine to date someone like me anyways. I'm too dumb for you. Cause you know, you're, you're whatever. Um, That's so funny. And, uh, yeah. And so then they do that. And of course, of course, romance they fall in might, love. might happen. So, yeah. So at the Academy, what age range are your characters? They're all, well, most of them are seniors in the facade, which is um, the second book and the one that's in this thing. The female character is a junior um, and it, and her brother's best friend is the male main character and he's a senior. Okay. So, so 18, um, 19, 17, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Okay. So she's, I think maybe 16 and then um, he is 17 okay. in, the, in the book. So nice. Okay. Very cool. So tell us about the facade. Okay, so that one, it features Mac and Cambriel. And um, so Mac has been, well, first his, uh, so his mom has cancer, has a brain tumor. And so it's kind of, you know, he's having a hard time dealing with that. And um, it's not looking like she has, you know, very much time left. Okay. And so she, but she's going in for special treatments to try to, um, to help anyway. So she's, her, um, so his mom and dad are going to get treatments and he needs a place to stay for the week. Um, and so he is next door neighbors with Cambriel and best friends with her brothers. And so he is going to be staying at their house for the week. But he, since everything is going on, he's not sleeping the best and he ends up sleepwalking oh. and sleepwalking, sleepwalks into her room. And she's like, this is not okay. She like tries yeah. to get him out, but he's like six, five and she's barely over not. five foot yeah. and she cannot like she can't move him Force around him, she doesn't yeah. want to cause like a major disturbance if he like wakes up anyway so he ends up um staying in her bed but she makes a wall of pillows so that things are yep good and okay and then exactly um, then they you know there's kind of sneaking around and trying to keep things okay but he's the guy that she's always had a crush on but knew there was no chance you know he only saw her as his uh best friend's dorky little sister yeah, and, yeah. Uh, anyway they hang out and they kind of help each other out and it also does deal with um his uh everything he's going through with his mm -hmm. mom's um getting you know towards the end of her life and um so it is a bit that's you know, interesting yeah because um hard yeah and, but I try to keep I try to keep a balance of like lighthearted moments but mm -hmm. also dealing with the hard stuff that comes with well life. that's I mean kids deal with hard stuff and yeah you know, and I've, I've had it's a few important that books deal with that so yeah I've had several readers um tell me that they they connected a lot with the story because they've actually gone through 
similar things and yeah um, yeah so oh okay that's yeah so I like I make sad <laughs> stories and love stories and it's yeah you know. yeah that's um the, my the first book that I wrote the the main character's mom died from dementia and she had been dealing you know she had been taking care of her mom so Mm -hmm. it's it's all you know yeah a lot of my friends are going through that at the moment Mm -hmm. you know I'm sure we I had in a few years you're yeah yeah whether it's parents or grandparents or it's part of life and it's important to talk about so yeah yeah and it's nice to sometimes be able to have even if it's a fictional character to connect with and well and and to see how create, someone else deals with it yeah and it helps other other people who may not have gone through it mm-hmm. get empathize um, you know, yeah. empathize and mm-hmm. understand that there are hard things going on with everyone and we just don't always know yeah um, yeah that's that's a really good thing so mm-hmm. so your other series and your um adu- your adult contemporary books where are they all set um, so my Ridgewater High series is set in New York. Well, Ridgewater, New York. It's a fictional town in okay. central New York. I did that uh, because I lived there and I kind of based the town off of the the one that I'd lived in. Nice. Okay. Um, and um, and then the Rich and Famous series is kind of set in multiple places. There's one that's in California and then three, well, three that are in like the Denver and also a little small town outside of Denver. Um, and then another one is, is in Southern Utah in that series. Okay. And then my new series, it's the Kings of Eden Falls series. And that one is actually like a spinoff of my Eden Falls Academy series. So it's set in the same town um, in Connecticut. Connecticut. And, okay. Yeah. And uh, it just features like the older brothers of a lot of the characters okay. that were in the first series. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I fell in love with that world a lot. And I'm like, I'm not That's a good way stuff. to do it. Yeah. And especially uh-huh. the people who've read it want to probably yeah, stay like, in that world. Hopefully and... they'll get a little attached and they'll just never want to yeah, leave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, I personally love series and especially if there's a spinoff that keeps you in the world mm-hmm. a little longer. I think that's just brilliant. So I, yeah. And it's fun to appreciate like old... when authors do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I love bringing in like the other characters and giving mm-hmm. them a little cameo and a little update on where they are now. And yeah, I like that. It's fun to, um, as a reader and a writer to touch base with, with old friends mm-hmm. <laughs> from yeah, the previous yeah. books. Yeah. Yeah. So Let's that's kind of fun. They're happily ever after kind of stuck a little bit. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so happily ever after so if you're writing YA and it's young kids mm-hmm. is it a happily ever after or how do you I mean I guess you In, just stop the story but yeah um yeah some of them I have like epilogues or bonus epilogues where um where it shows them a few years later and they're still okay. together and shows you know what kind of what's going on in that time of life I guess I am a me and my husband met in high school and uh so, little, so I'm just like young adult romance is real so I'm gonna that's awesome it. okay <laughs> so uh, yeah they, that's hard to even imagine but that's awesome <laughs> yeah so that so it works in my world and um okay. and I try to give a little you know six years later or whatever they're mm-hmm. you know, still together and and happy so that's fun okay yeah 
I like it's that. just magical that the whole friend group, they ended up with their high school sweethearts. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> That's awesome. I enjoy that. Well, maybe one of them will break up and uh, yeah. they'll, they'll be in the new series, you know, yeah, finding their new love or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I can never break them apart. They're, they're together forever. So like I'm going to write about their kids and everything. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is it just um, a town of friend group or is it like a family or? Um, so in Eat Falls Academy, there are three siblings in it. So um, Carter and Cambriel from the first book for from the so Carter's from the first book Cambriel is the second book they're siblings and then Nash is their brother and he's uh, his story is in book five okay um so those are the and then Ava and Elise are identical twins and so they are um book one and three and then um there is half brothers and stepbrothers also and um so nice. and some okay. didn't know they were related until they find out in the books so there you go yeah but no one that is related gets together because that's not <laughs> that's not probably happening. good yeah yeah <laughs> I like forbidden romance but not that forbidden so yeah <laughs> That's a whole different genre. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we steer clear of that. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, cool. So do you hang out on social media where readers can find you? Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram. Um, and so that's at Judy Corey. Um, but I'm also on TikTok and that's the same handle at Judy Corey. And then okay. um, Facebook, I'm probably author Judy Corey or I don't know, something like that. So I'm there. <laughs> Um, not quite as much, um, mm -hmm. as I am on the other places, but Instagram is the one that I'm definitely more, okay. more active on. So. Very cool. And so what are you working on right now or what do you have coming out anytime soon? Um, so it, I'm working on a book called Hideaway With You and it is, um, a brother's best friend, bodyguard, fake step siblings, um, second chance romance um, got it all in there I like I, it yeah it's uh it's been fun to try to figure out um and uh but it's book one in my um Kings of Eden Falls series and okay yeah it comes out April 17th nice um so a couple months away and hopefully I can finish it in time so um <laughs> I, really I totally understand that <laughs> yeah the first half is with my editor right now so it's getting there okay. um but yeah, it's been fun, oh. and um, I'm hoping readers will like this new world, but spin off of the old world. So that's awesome. Yeah, well, awesome. I will make sure to put your um, Instagram, TikTok handles in the show notes, awesome. and link to your books on Amazon. Is do you sell in other places other than Amazon, or mostly yeah. just Amazon? Yeah. So I'm um I'm on most book platforms. Okay. Um, my uh, my paperbacks, I still need to get them everywhere, but, um, so they're all on Amazon. That's the best place okay. to find those. Um, but yeah, the e the eBooks should be everywhere. Awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Judy. It was a lot of yeah. fun talking to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Well, and thanks for being our Connecticut stop on our road trip around the country. Of course. I'm excited to meet all the other places through all yeah, the Yeah. We've, uh, yeah, I think you're our sixth stop in our road trip so 
we've got a whole country to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, have a good rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. You too. Thanks for joining me today. If you'd like to be part of the Read Across the U.S. Book Club, I'd love to have you join us. There is a link in the show notes. So just head down there and click and we will welcome you in. So see you in the book club, I hope. Have a great day and we'll see you next week with a new episode.